Coming to theaters January 26th. Left Behind. Rise of the Antichrist. Was it the rapture? Yes. I saw it happen. After millions of people vanish and the world falls into chaos, a charismatic leader rises to become head of the United Nations. How do we know who we can trust? Trust God. Starring Kevin Sorbo, Neil McDonough, and Corbin Burnson. Left Behind, Rise of the Antichrist. This film is not rated but suitable for ages 13 and up in theaters for four days only beginning January 26th. Go to leftbehindmovie.com. Breaking news as it happens. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, Kevin McCullough, very glad to have you with us. And as we are living in the reality I just talked about in the monologue, um, I'm reminded all the time that there are people that don't like the freedoms and the culture that we have, uh, and that this kind of wholesale kind of uh, even social justice movement on some level isn't about the social justice. It's about taking control and taking power. And that's what the left has been at for a while, and that's what the Marxists and the progressives are doing right now through most of what they're trying to cancel. I don't know if you heard about this. I had not. But um, California just announced, uh, a California university, rather, just announced that it would no longer use the word field when talking about field workers, workers that work in the field. So the people that pick the strawberries and plant the wheat and all the stuff that's done in the field. They're not going to refer to them as field workers anymore. Why? Because it has some sort of uh, harmful implication, especially for descendants of enslaved black and brown individuals. By the way, California never practiced or sanctioned slavery. So why this would even have relevance in the state of California is a little bit Absurd. But that is where we find ourselves out. Uh, not long. They, they did that. Um, and then the a Michigan Department of Health and Human Services for that state made a similar pronouncement claiming the term field worker uh, was harmful. Here to discuss is someone who wrote about it. Jim Nels is his name for the Washington Examiner in an op ed piece from January the 15th. Jim, welcome to the broadcast. Glad to have you with us. Um, you contend in your piece that American history both the good and the bad, is worth, and you use the word celebrating, I've used the word uh, uh, observing. At the very least, it is important to note that not all history ever is going to work out to be good and that history is usually made by people who overcome bad things, even if it's sometimes overcoming them within themselves. But I'm getting a little ahead of ourselves. Welcome to the show. What, what are your thoughts about this situation we find ourselves in right now? Thanks, Kevin. It's great to be with you. You know, it, it's borderline in, insane at this point. The, the point you brought up about California and Michigan with uh, not using the word field when it comes to people who work in the field. Or if you think about we no longer have the Washington Redskins or the Valparaiso University can no longer call themselves the Crusaders because that triggers people. We're at the point now where we're, we're, we're just canceling things to cancel them. And it is about power, like you said. And I think it really started when people saw how easy it was for Americans to go with their freedoms during COVID, it was kind of like a challenge. Okay, let's see what else they can do. And it, it's getting to the point where it's embarrassing. You know, history is, is, is ugly for the most part. You know, no one, there's no civilization in the history of the world that just grew up perfectly, did everything the way that we would want it done in, in today's standards and by today's measures. You, no civilization can hold up to that. So what we really need to do is look back on our history 
recognize where we did great things, recognize where we did bad things, and then talk about what we did to overcome those bad things. And I think my perfect example of this is with slavery. You know, the United States was founded, and we did have slaves, and that was the only way they were going to get the, the colonies to come together to form a nation. But the Constitution had the beginnings of the ability to get rid of slavery, and then we actually fought a civil war to end slavery. And in that war, 600,000 people died. That's more than the Americans who died in World War I, World War II, Korea, and Vietnam combined. So we've done more than any other country to try to create a level playing field, try to create equality for folks. We weren't always perfect, but darn it, we've done a heck of a lot more than any other nation in the world to try to get there. Well, along those lines, what are you proposing be done? I think that we really have to fight back on it, and we have to ignore it. So, for example, uh, just recently, the chief of police in Los Angeles banned the thin blue line flag from being displayed in their, in their police station houses because he said that there were too many people that were offended by it. Research came back and showed that there was one person who complained. And so now they're putting those back up. If you think about what happened with Stanford, Stanford tried to scrub, not just ban words, but scrub words like American and white paper from any form of written word or spoken word at the university. There was so much pushback on that that they, they rescinded that, that decision. If you think about what happened with uh, Joe Biden over the summer and the Ministry of Truth that they wanted to put up there to stop disinformation, the backlash and the mocking that they took over that was so strong that people were able to push back. I think the last really good example of people pushing back on cancel culture is what happened in Philadelphia last week or the week before where the, the Russian defenseman did not want to wear the LGBTQ plus minus happy face sign shirt during a skate. Um, and so he stayed in the locker room. And when he was done, he said, I respect everyone's opinion. I hope you'll respect mine. I'm Russian Orthodox and I don't believe in that, but that is what it is. The media went crazy over that. They wanted to, one media personality from Canada actually said he should be expelled from the United States, sent to Russia and forced to fight in the front lines of Ukraine. The American people, however, spoke. His jersey, this unknown third-line defenseman from Philadelphia, has been sold out at NHL.com ever since he made those statements. So the people are saying that we've had enough, and I think we need to continue to do that. But we also need to continue to be active in politics. We need to get elected onto those school boards. We need to get elected onto the precinct captains and precinct chairmanships and drive the narrative and say, you know, we're not going to cancel our culture. We're going to point out the bad where it was. We're going to celebrate the good where it was. And we're really going to celebrate when we did something bad, we learned from it, and we fixed it. Well, and I think that that is, that, that is such common sense because the, the, the only way to not repeat horrible, terrible history is to learn why it was bad to begin with. Um, but this idea that if we if we take everything down, if we don't if we don't honor anybody that ever overcame any of it, that somehow that sterile, you know, vanilla, plain nothing, because you're not going to have Jim, you're not going to have anybody that's going to be able to be recognized anymore, no. uh, unless I guess no. they're champions of the far left, uh, you know. Uh, redistribution of wealth or whatever else that they're championing at the particular time, the LBGT, uh, Q, whatever the rest of the letters are, agenda, the, the CRT in the schools. It's like you have to sing that song and nothing but that song or you're a terrible person. And I, I just think that our kids and our society are worth more 
than that. And I think that we've got to, on every level, be transparent. We can't say this is a great country. We've never made any mistakes. But we can say we're a great country and we've overcome all kinds of mistakes. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, the ironic thing also, Kevin, is that they're running out of people to cancel. So now the left is starting to cancel a lot of their own people. And I think one of the greatest examples of this is Haiti McDaniel. Hayden McDaniel was the first African-American to win an Academy Award. She won it for Gone with the Wind, I believe it was 1940. HBO Max won't show that movie anymore. They've canceled it because they say it, it's pro-slavery. So thousands of potential African-American actors and actresses can't see the performance that this, this, that this woman did back in the 1940s that allowed her to win the first Academy Award for an African-American. Dr. Ben Carson, I guess he's, you know, He's a triggering person now because they're taking his name off of a high school in Detroit. So it, 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 where does it stop? And I think President Trump was right when they started tearing down statues. President Trump was the one that said, what's next, Jefferson and Washington? And people laughed at him. But guess what they're tearing down now? Statues of Jefferson and Washington. Yeah. And where does it stop? Where does it stop? Well, that's the that's the bigger question. Friends, I really would implore you to get over to the Washington Examiner and read Jim Nell's uh, opinion from January the 15th. American history, both the good and the bad, is still worth celebrating. Jim, thanks for being here. Appreciate it. My pleasure. Have a great day. Kevin McCullough coming right back. 